Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Matthew chapter 20. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would help us understand. We pray that we would desire to be good servants of Jesus, that our desires would be right, and that you would help us, that you would grant us those desires, that we would understand more of what it is to be in your kingdom. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Matthew, chapter 20. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man, the master of the house, who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. And after coming to an agreement with the workers for a denarius per day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to those people he said, You also go into the vineyard, and I will give you whatever is right. So they went. Going out again about the sixth and ninth hour, he did the same thing. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing there and said to them, Why are you standing here the whole day unemployed? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You go also into the vineyard. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning from the last up to the first. And when the ones hired about the eleventh hour came, they received a denarius apiece. And when the first came, They thought that they would receive more, and they also received a denarius apiece. And when they received it, they began to complain against the master of the house, saying, These last people worked one hour, and you make them equal to us who have endured the burden of the day and the burning heat? But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am not doing you wrong. Did you not come to an agreement with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go. But I want to give to this last person the same as I gave to you also. Is it not permitted to me to do whatever I want with what is mine? Or is your eye evil because I am generous? Thus the last will be first, and the first last. And as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples by themselves and said to them on the way, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles to mock him, and flog him, and crucify him. And on the third day he will be raised. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came up to him with her sons, and kneeling down she asked something from him. And he said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Say that these two sons of mine may sit, one at your right hand, and one at your left in your kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? They said to him, We are able. He said to them, You will indeed drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and at my left is not mine to grant, but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. And when the ten heard this, they were indignant concerning the two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those in high positions exercise authority over them. It will not be like this among you, but whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be most prominent among you must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many.
And as they were going out of Jericho, a large crowd followed him. And behold, there were two blind men sitting beside the road. When they heard that Jesus was passing by, they called out, saying, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. And the crowd rebuked them so that they would be quiet. But they called out all the more, saying, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. And Jesus stopped, calling them, and said, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, that our eyes be opened. And having compassion, Jesus touched their eyes, and immediately they received their sight and followed him. Well, that's our reading. Let's dig in. We have to remember the context of this chapter. The previous chapter, we had the rich young ruler coming to Jesus, and now Jesus said it's extremely hard for the rich to enter the kingdom. And then Peter says, they've left everything. What do they get? And Jesus says they will be rewarded greatly. And then he says this in the last verse of the previous chapter. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. So this parable that Jesus tells is on that same subject to explain that. He illustrates the last being first here by talking about this landowner who goes out and hires workers for the day. And a denarius was a standard day's wage. And a standard workday was 12 hours, sun up to sundown. So roughly 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So he goes out, gets some people right at the start of the day, and they're going to work all day. He promises them a denarius, standard wage. Everybody's on board. He goes back out three hours later, around nine o'clock in the morning, we would think, and finds more people, sends them into the vineyard, and just says, I'll pay you what's right. So they're probably expecting a little less than a denarius, but hey, it's better than doing nothing all day. And he keeps going out every three hours. And then at the 11th hour, the very last hour of work, he goes out and hires more people. And then he decides to pay them in reverse order. So the last will be first. So the people who worked one hour, they get to be first in line to get paid and they get a denarius. Wow, they were having a great day that day. They thought they weren't going to make anything because nobody would hired them. But then at the last minute, they get hired for one hour and get paid a full day's wage. But you can imagine how the people who'd worked all day were mad at the end. They thought, well, if they get one denarius, I should get 12. But they just get one denarius. And the landowner says, why are you mad? Because I'm generous. We had an agreement. I paid you according to the agreement. I didn't do wrong to you. So the last will be first and the first last. Then Jesus starts on his way up to Jerusalem. It's up, not north, but uphill. So it's uh, going to be uphill uh, starting around Jericho. It goes very steeply up. And he describes to his disciples how he's going to be killed. And he gives extra details about being flogged and crucified, that it will involve the Gentiles. But as before, he mentions being raised on the third day. Then we have the mother of James and John coming and trying to get them a special place, special favors from the king here. And Jesus doesn't deny their request. He does ask them, are you able to drink my cup? He doesn't specify what the cup is, but he just told them about how he's going to be crucified. 
I think that's what he's talking about, his cup of suffering. Are they willing to suffer? They say they're able. He says, well, you will, but I can't promise you these positions. The Father gives out the positions. And as we know later on, they did suffer. James was the first of the twelve to be killed. John, probably the last to die, but he suffered greatly as well for Jesus. Then Jesus explains what it means to be a ruler in his kingdom. He says, you have to be a servant. But then he explains, he's doing it. He's showing the way. And he says, verse 28, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Then this chapter ends with the blind men who cry out, Son of David, showing that they understand that Jesus is the Messiah, the anointed king. And so he asks them, What do you want? And they say to him, Lord, that our eyes be opened. Now, they wanted it physically, but that's also a metaphorical thing as well, to have your eyes opened, understand. What do we want? And now for a deeper dive. Is Jesus saying in this parable that everyone will get the same thing, no matter how hard they work for Jesus? So deathbed converts will get the same as those who worked all their lives and were killed for Jesus? If we get into this type of thinking, we may be falling into the same trap that the disciples were falling into, that of trying to be the greatest and get ahead of each other. I think we're thinking wrongly if we try to compare ourselves to one another and our reward to one another. The truth of the matter is that none of us want to get paid for what we actually do on this earth because that payment would be death, because we're all sinners. So what we really want is life, which we don't deserve and didn't earn. Now, in the previous chapter, Jesus said that the twelve apostles would sit on twelve thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. That sounds to me like a higher position. In Luke 12, starting in verse 47, Jesus said, And that slave who knew the will of his master and did not prepare to do according to his will will be given a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did things deserving blows will be given a light beating. And from everyone to whom much has been given, much will be demanded. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will ask him for even more. Jesus also talked about putting your treasure in heaven. So, I don't know what positions will be like in the life that is to come. But I do know that being there is what I want. And I know that being there will be far more than I deserve, even if I work for God faithfully until I'm a hundred years old. He's promised to do the right thing for us. That's good enough for me. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.